Today's daf is daf Tzadigimel. We're going to be beginning at the Mishnah on Tzadigimel Amid Aleph, that four or five lines down. So let's uh, discuss the case first, and then we'll see the Mishnah. The uh, Mishnah is going to be using some creative numbers in terms of getting where it wants to get, which would seem to be not the way we would understand how to divide up. Let's just talk about the case. Man's married to three women, and he dies. One pulls out a ksuva that she's owed 100, the other one pulls out a ksuva she's owed 200, and the third one pulls out a ksuva that she is owed 300. Now, Rashi says right off the bat, we have to talk about a situation where the ksuvas were signed on the same day. Why is that important information to know? Because if the ksuvas were signed on different days, then, as with any creditor, the earlier date, no matter the amount, but the earlier date is the one that holds the power. So, therefore, Raji has to come up with a scenario that they're all signed the same date. Okay. The Shonim get into the whole concept of the Ein Marvin Simcha of a Simcha, and can you marry a, more than one woman in one day? And that's why they say Rashi talks about the Ksuva being signed, not the actual marriage taking place. Okay. Now, let's discuss how much assets are left in the Yerusha. See, if there's enough to go around, then there's not a question. Right? It makes no difference who goes first. At the end of the day, there's enough to go around. So clearly we're talking about a limited amount of assets. So we're talking about a limited amount of assets. The date of the liens are the same date, except that one has a ksuva of 100, the other one has a ksuva of 200, and the other one has a ksuva of 300. So let's read the Mishnah's case, and then we'll see if, uh, how, how we would divide it. So, So, one has a ksuva worth 100, which shall zoom on sign down with 200, Now, there's only a hundred zuz of assets. So now, the way the Mishnah looks at this case, and this is a case that nobody disagrees with because this makes sense, uh, is that on that first hundred, they all have an equal lien. Because even the one that's got the lesser ksuva of 100, it's still a ksuva of 100. So they all have an equal lien on the first hundred. And, which is, so therefore, what should be the result over there? That hundred should be divided three ways. That's it. So it says there's a murder, cholkin b'shava. So each one would get 33 and a third Zuz of that 100. So this, that's no question, there's no problem. But here is where it starts, starts going south. So then they're like this. However, they all have an equal link because they all sign on the same day. That's what Raja had to point out. Now, how you Masayim? So now we're talking about a situation where there is three ksuvas, same amounts, and there's only 200 zuz. Alright? So now, without looking at the result of the way the Mishnah divides it, I would ask you, how would you divide it? So you would say, if it's a Cholkin B'Shove on the first hundred, means that on the first hundred they each had equal liens. So it should be the same thing on the first hundred. And on the second hundred already, then the first, the one that had the Ksuvah hundred doesn't have her equal, doesn't have the lien on the second hundred. So you would say is, three ways on the first hundred, two ways... On the second, that's what you would say, right? But that's not what the, that is not what the Mishnah suggests. What his Mishnah says, like a Shalmana Notelis Chamishim, 
the one of the mana gets 50, I mean, she's getting 50% of the first 100, which right away the one is going to ask, her right to the first 100 should not be 50%. What should her right to the first 100 be? <coughs> Only a third, right? <laughs> they each get three gold coins. A gold coin is 25 the silver coin. So therefore, they're getting a, a three. Gold, they're getting seventy-five. So basically, you're taking the two hundred. What you're doing is you're getting fifty to the one out of a hundred, and the, the remaining uh, uh, one fifty you're dividing between the two of two one and the two of three hundred. The one I was going to say that seems to be an untenable way to understand. Why should the division in any way be divided that way? We'll get to but it. The first hundred is the same way, one third. And no, well, that's, that doesn't come out really the same way. What you seem to have done is given fifty percent of that first hundred to the Ksuvamana. You didn't give you don't give a third. You gave a fifty. But it only adds up to hundred. It only adds up to No, it's it's twenty five gold uh, silver coins, one gold coin. So it's seventy five, seventy five. You go fifty, seventy five, and seventy five. Okay. Now, Hayusham Sholosh Meos. All right, now we're talking about that there's 300. Now there's 300. So now again, going with the, <coughs> the logic would dictate is on the first 100, you divide that amongst three. On the second 100, you divide it amongst two. And the third 100 should be free and clear with the one that had the sub of 300. If you're going to say we divide based on the power of the Shibud, which is the way we divided it in the, when there's the first hundred, but then it would come out that uh, you'd get... Why the power of the Shibud in the first hundred? Because they all have the same Shibud on the first hundred, three-way Shibud. Second hundred, they only have a two-way Shibud. On the third hundred, only one of them is a Shibud for three hundred. So you, but that, that, and then it should come out that the third one should get three, a hundred of the third, the third hundred should be hers, should get fifty of the second, on the second, and, and she should get a third of the first hundred. That's, that's if you were divided the, uh, based on the power of the Shibun. However, we saw in the second case we didn't do it that way. In the third case, we're not doing it that way either. What does it say over here? So it says over here that there is Hayusham, Sholosh Meos, Shal, um, there are three, and Shalmano, Notelos Chamishim, which again is difficult to understand. The one who has the 100, Lechora, only has a Shibud, an equal Shibud, that's a three-way Shibud on the first 100. She's walking away with 50 the same way as she did in the second case, which we have to understand why that is. Shall Masayim, the one that had the Ksuva of 200, is going to end up getting 100, alright, which would seem to be somewhat shortchanged, because she's only, she's getting, she's getting 50%, she's getting 100, meaning she's getting the second 100, She's getting 100 out of the, of the ksuva of the 200, of, because there's 300, there was 300 zuz remaining. So somehow she's getting, uh. But actually, it's what they're getting is equal weight to their It comes out that way. It comes out that way. But the Chorah, we're gonna see, it's not because of that. It comes out, that's what comes out. And Jel Shalosh Maos gets Shisha Shel Zahav. Shisha Shel Zahav is, uh, six gold coins, being 25 zuz each, it comes out to being 150. So basically, here it, here it does come out, they're getting uh, 50% of what their uh, Shibud was. But, but we'll have to figure out exactly, because it's got to be the same logic going all the way through in the Mishnah, and it doesn't seem to be the same logic in the way of dividing. V'chein, and so too, 
that there is some level of proportionality or, com- uh, or uh, in, in terms of with the shibud by the ksuva, there is also some level of proportionality in terms of investments. If you have uh, three investments, shetilu lakis, so you have three people invested at different amounts into a kiss means into some type of investment. So then pichzu ahosiru so kachen cholkin. They divide whether there's simple shot pichzu ahosiru means if there's any loss or profit is divided commensurate to their investment. So as Rishon says, it's not exactly the way it was by the ksuba because there we seem to be dividing according to the shibud. Here we're dividing it commensurate to the amount of investment, but nevertheless there is some. It's not a, just a equal division. There is some set level of proportionality based on either whether it's the shibud or based on the investment. Now we're going to go back. We had, so we had three cases in the Mishnah, and we're primarily going to be dealing with this, the, the 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 last two. Because the first one we said made the most sense. If you have a ksuva, three ksuvas are pulled out from the same date. A hundred, two hundred, and three hundred. You only have a hundred dollars in the kitty. That first hundred dollars, they all have an equal shibud on. And therefore the ruling was it's divided three ways. We had no problem with understanding that case. The question we had is that when you had two hundred, let's go with the second case. Okay, the second case, when there's two hundred zuz remaining. So then the, the ruling of the Mishnah was, what was the ruling of the Mishnah? We had 200 Zuz remaining. It said 50 of those 200 are given to the Ksuva of 100. Right? And the remaining 150 is divided two ways between the Ksuva of 200 and the Ksuva of 300. Which we can't understand. Why would be that, that be the way to divide? So it says more like this. Shalmana Noteles Chamishin you're telling me the one of a uh, of a hundred walks away with fifty? Tilsin v'tilsa v'tilsa hu de isla. Tilsin v'tilsa v'tilsa. She should get, uh, uh, she should get thirty-three and a third. That's what that amount should be because her shibud on the first hundred, it's a three-way shibud on that. You got, each ksuva has a shibud on. So why is she walking away with fifty percent of that? She should be walking away with a third. So says the more like this. Now, <clears throat> the Rishonim and and uh, and uh, and the uh, and just simple shot. They're going to make uh, the the, the going to make okimtas here. We're going to be dealing with it's under certain circumstances and scenarios, which is not the norm. You're right. The norm should be that there should be a thirty-three and a third on the first hundred, and it should be fifty-fifty on the second. Or that's the way it should be. But we're talking about there were preconditions set in that caused it to come out with a division. So we're going to have two ways of understanding in the Amoroyim how to make sense of this mission. The first one is Shmuel. The case was that the one holding the ksuva of 200 said to the one who was holding the ksuva of 100, you know what, you take from the first 100, I'm not going to fight with you over the first 100. So therefore she's almost relinquishing her claim with the one of the Ksuvas relinquished her claim vis-a-vis the one of 100. So once she's relinquished her claim on it, so therefore it comes out that the one of, uh, Ksuva of 100 is not fighting a three-way split over here. She's only fighting a two-way split. And she's fighting a two-way split. That's why she walks away with 50. So we've explained over here, even though it's a little difficult to understand why would the woman do this, but we've explained why the Ksuva of, uh, of the 100 is getting 50. So Moira says like this, one second, but then it has to make sense, it has to fill, fit the rest of the case. 
Because let's understand, if in fact the one of Ksuvah of 200 is relinquishing her right on the first hundred, let's assume that's what, that's what's happened over here. So I understand the first 50 should go to the Ksuvah of 100. Now, Lechora, what should happen here? The second 50 should go to the Gwana of 300. And if that's true, and what should happen on the second 100? That should be go 50-50. So it should really come out is the first uh, Ksuvah of 100 should get 50. The Ksuvah of 200 should only get 50. Should only get 50. She relinquished her rights in the first one. She's only got, she can only fight in the second, the second hundred. So it should be 50-50. And the one of, uh, the, the Ksuvah of 300 should walk away with a, with a hundred, we should walk away with a hundred. 50 from the first one, 50 from the second one. And that's not what we said. What we said is we letting the first hundred walk away with 50. And then at 75-75 on the remainder. Why should it be 75? Because you want to give up your right in the first one, so therefore you should lose the, you should lose everything in the first one. Not that we shouldn't come out, because what we're actually doing, just think about it, what we're actually doing is we're saying, okay, I'm not going to fight, uh, Ksuba uh, B is saying to Ksuba A, I'm not going to fight with you. So basically, you're fighting only with Ksuba C. So between you and her, so you get to take 50. And I'm going to fight still with Ksuba C, so I'm going to go with, on that remaining 50, it's going to go 25-25. On the second 100, it goes 50-50, comes out 75-75. But the question is, why? Why does she get to get 25 of that first a hundred, if she's relinquished her rights in the first hundred. That's the question. If she didn't relinquish it, the third guy wouldn't get anything. It would have been 33 and a third, it would have been. The first guy would. would uh, right. So why is it like this? So, Ihachi, let's just read this now and I'll take questions. Ihachi, Amos say, for one second, let's see then the second part of the ruling. It says, Shalmasayim Vashel Shalosh Meos. Shalosh, Shalosh, Shalzov. They each get three gold coins, which is each getting 75. L'chorah tema lo. Why can't the Ksuva C, Ksuva, that's the Ksuva 300, say, Hasalak Navshach Mino. You removed yourself from the first hundred. So if you remove yourself from the first hundred, the only right you have to divide is where? Is in, in the second hundred. means you should only walk away with 50 over here. You should not walk away with 75. So one says like this. Now one is going to say something here. Tozer says, I have no idea what this means. Tozer right away tells us that this doesn't make so much sense to me. But I'm going to explain it to you and we'll see if we can get some sense out of it. So Tozer says is because the Ksuva B says to Ksuva C, I just told woman A, I'm not going to fight with her. I didn't, relinqu- I didn't relinquish my rights in the Ksuva. I still am I'm in the first hundred. I still have rights in the first hundred. All I just said was I'm not going to fight with you over my over that first hundred. So therefore, since I'm still retaining rights in it, I just I don't want to fight with her. Now if I don't want to fight with her, that means that she's only dealing with a two way split is why she walks away with fifty. But I'm still retaining my right to fight with you. And if I'm retaining my right with you, you can't just walk away completely with a second fifty. You still have to go twenty five twenty five on that second fifty. Let's read it inside and tell what the difficulty with that is. So why is it like this? 
Sigvara says because it, uh, when it says Mishum the Amr Lo Medina Dvarim who the Saliki Nafshoi. I just said I, I'm, I'm removing my my fighting from the first one, my claim to fight with the first lady, but I'm not giving up my 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 interest in that first hundred. And just I'm not giving up my interest in the first hundred, so I don't fight with the first lady and she takes away the fifty, but I can't fight with you on the second twenty-five. Now Tozu says over here, I don't understand what this means, and the reason why it's difficult to understand, this is what the Ritva says explicitly, this is what Tosus is bothered by, is that what right do I have to make a statement? Because listen, if no one made any statements, then each one would have got a third. 33 and a third. Okay? That means, because I say I don't want to fight with you, so now I'm bumping up your 50, therefore I have a right to knock down the third Suva. She now, instead of getting 33 and a third, she's going down to 25. Why do I have a right to knock down... The, uh, no, to knock down the third one to go down to 25 from her 33 and a third. It doesn't seem to make so much sense. So the Ritva says it must be talking about that the second, that the woman of the third Ksuva, like, agreed. Oh, means if she agreed, she agreed, fine, you don't have to fight with her, it means we're going to give her the 50 and we'll just fight out the remaining two. Because if she doesn't agree, then it makes no sense why she should have to relinquish what her part of her claim was because you don't want to fight with the first lady. So anyway, the point's coming out like this. So according to Shmuel, we've explained why in scenario number two, the first lady gets 50, and the second two each get 75. Let's re- re- just rehash it. The first lady gets 50, because since the second lady says, I don't want to fight with you over the first, it makes it into a two-way fight, not a three-way fight, so she walks away with her 50. On the remaining 50, the second lady says, I'm still willing to fight with Suva C, and therefore they go 25-25 on that. On the second hundred, the only two Shibudim, the Ksuvah of 200 and the Ksuvah of 300, and they go 50-50, comes out 50-75-75. That explains that scenario. Okay, now, let's go now to the third scenario. The third scenario was, is that there was a, uh, a, a the, the assets had 300, the, the, the Yerusha had 300 Zuz remaining. So now, if we're going to follow the logic of what we, the way we just explained till now, what we should say is like this. On the first hundred, since we're talking about a scenario where Ksuva B said to Ksuva A, I don't want to fight with you over it. So from that first hundred, what should Ksuva B be able to get out? Ksuva A get? Should be able to get 50. The remaining 50, they go 25, 25. What should happen on the second hundred? They should go 50, 50. And what should happen on the third hundred? It should only go to Ksuva C. Now, but do the math. So what should it end up? It should be Ksuva C gets 100 plus 50 plus 25. is 175. Ksuva B should end up with... 25 and 50, which is 75. And Ksuvay should have 50. But that's not the numbers that our Mishnah gave. Our Mishnah gave the, the numbers were 50, 100, and 150. How do we get to those numbers? All right. <coughs> so it says the Gemara like this. So, Hayusham Shalash Meos. She says the Gemara, Shel Masayim Mono. How do you get that the Ksuva, the one that had the Ksuva of 200, is walking away with 100? Shivim chamisha hude isla. She should, the way we've explained, that she relinquished her, her fight with the first one, she should get 25 from that one, 50 from the second one, should end up with 75. How does she end up with a 100? So Gmar says like this, is that what you have to flip a little bit over here, again you have to be creative, is the same way 
as in the second scenario, we talked about a situation where Ksuva B says, I don't want to fight with Ksuva A. So in the third scenario, we're talking about a mirror case, but not that Ksuva B saying, I don't want to fight with A, but Ksuva C said, I don't want to fight with B. Ksuva C said, I don't want to fight with B. Now, how does that help us? If Ksuva C says, I don't want to fight with B, so he's like this. Uh, that, let's, let's read inside. So Amar Shmuel, because Seves Baal Shalosh Meos, that the uh, the one who has Ksuba C of three hundred wrote or agreed with the one of Lebalas Masai of two hundred, Ulebalas Mono, and to the one of one hundred, Dinudvarim Ainli Machem Bemono. I'm relinquishing myself. I'm pulling myself out of the first hundred. So if she now Ksuba C pulled herself out of the first hundred, so then the first hundred goes fifty-fifty between Ksuba A and Ksuba B. Ksuba C gets zero. Zero. Now you go to the second hundred. In the second hundred, it goes fifty-fifty. So therefore, it goes fifty-fifty in the second hundred. So the one of Ksuva B is walking away with a hundred. The one of Ksuva C gets fifty from the second hundred plus the hundred of the third hundred. So it goes one hundred fifty. 50 and 50. The big Kiddush in just learning this, the difficulty in learning this is you come up with two... 150, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, <coughs> That's the problem. But anyway, the point is that the way that they forced to say in order to the numbers should make sense is that in the second scenario B relinquished to A, and in the second scenario C relinquished to A and B. Then the numbers come out okay. Now that's one way of learning this Mishnah. All right. We're going to now offer another way of learning this Mishnah that also in order to finesse the numbers to make the numbers make sense. Now, but this also opens up a whole can of worms here. I'm going to touch it a little bit, but we've been looking at it the way we've been looking at it right now is that when the husband dies and there's assets left in the Yerusha, the fact that my ksuva is bigger than your ksuva, your ksuva is bigger than my ksuva, as long as the dates are the same, doesn't really give you more rights than I do on what I have a lien. So therefore, so really, in the emphasis the is that a lien for a ksuva of a hundred is really on all the assets. Think about it. The lien of Aksu, but, but where we've been looking at it is that the strength of my lien is up to the amount of my ksuva. That's the way we've been doing with it. Now, what the one is going to say over here, we're dealing with a situation where instead of as soon as the husband dies, all the assets were there, and therefore we had to adjudicate or decide how to divide up based on the liens, based on what was there right now, we're talking about that the assets fell to the Yerusha in two stages. That in stage one, there was a seizure or there was a, an, a gain of assets of this amount. And based on this amount, each one's ksuva was adjudicated what they should be getting. And then there was a new infusion of assets. Now Rashi makes a problem over here, because Rashi says that more metaltalin came in. The problem with that, the Rishonim deal, is that ksuva is not meshubah to metaltalin. So let's just, just talk about assets coming in, because that's the way the other Rishonim. Somehow they got hold of new karka that, that was belonging to the estate, but now we have to deal with it, how do we deal with this new adjudication of the new assets coming in? So let me just give you conceptually what's about to happen. What basically we're going to say is, 
that let's say uh, that $75 worth of land was there when the father died. 75 zoos. So right away, the way we look at it, one at Aksuba 100, one at Aksuba 200, one at Aksuba 300, the amount of your Aksuba doesn't give you any more right to what was there. So you divide it three ways. Divide it three ways, seven, 25, 25, 25, which means of the total amount of owed to you, 25 of it has been knocked off for each one. Now there's a new infusion of assets that come in. Now the second infusion of assets, how do we look at it? So the way that, uh, that Rabbi Yaakov in Arpa Code is in the name of, uh, is going to say, quoted by, uh, quoting Ravina, he's going to say that the way you look at it is, now each one has at 25 knocked off their original lien. But now, so the one has a lien of 75, the one has a lien now of... Uh, 175, and the other one is a lien of 275. Now let's start again looking at it fresh with the new assets coming in. And that's the way we're going to divide it up. And let's see if it makes sense in terms of coming out with the numbers that we need to come out with. Let's look at inside. So it says more like this. So, um, Rabbi Yaakov Minar Pekod Mishmeidu Ravina. Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Ravina. He says, Amar, he said like Azresha. Now, Resha is not talking about the first, first case. Because the first, first case we had no problem with. It's talking about the second of the three scenarios. Okay? It's talking as follows. Beshtet Fisos, that where there are two seizures. means two infusions of assets. Besefa, and the third case, he's also talking about there were two seizures, two infusions of new assets. So let's go. Resha. What's the case? Seventy-five, seventy-five dollars, seventy-five zuz of, of, of property was there initially. Alright? And then additionally, the second time, there was an infusion of another hundred and twenty-five. Now let's analyze it and see if the numbers match up. So, the 75 that came in, so then you go 25, 25, 25, alright? So now, that takes care, that means that leaves one. One suva of 100 now has really got a balance of 75. 175, 275. Now there's a new infusion of 125. So of that new infusion of 125, on the first 75 of it, the three of them are equal on the first 75 of the 125, because the lowest ksuva now has got a lien of 75 left. So now, let's go again. So you go 25, 25, 25. That takes care of, now we understand why the first one walks away with 50. We couldn't understand. Why does the first one walk away with 50? So we understand now the first one walks away with 50 because each time they adjudicated based on what the assets available were. So they got, she got 25 from the first for, uh, seizure and 25 from the second one takes care of her. She walks away with 50. Let's go to the Ksuva of 200. The Ksuva of 200, which was knocked down to 175 because they got 25. Of the first, uh, of the first 75 that came in. So now, her ksuva of 175, how much came? What was the, what was the balance that came? A ksuva of 125 came in. Of that 125 that came in, she has a right to, what's that? No, so she had, one second. So on this, the we, we, way we looked at it is we took 75 out of it and we divided the first 75 three ways. So the first 75 three ways, she ends up now with 50. 
Okay? Now, taking that 75 away, that gives you a balance of what's left of that 125 of the 50. So therefore, that 50 now is divided... Two, uh, is gonna be our two ways, so she ends up with 75. So it goes 50, 75, 75. So that explains case number two, how it's divided up. Clear? Let's go. Set. The, why does the, the first one get, uh, another, another 25? Because she, she has 75 left of Aksuva, and on the 125 that came, that 75, that first 75 is divided three ways. Now, safe off. The, sec, the, the, the last case, which was the case of when there's 300 zoos in the estate. So what the Mishnah had said, it, the way it's divided was 50, 100, and 150. And we couldn't understand how come it's divided that way. Let's see. So Seifa is, also there were two seizures or two infusions of acids. Again, 75 was there initially. 75 there initially divides three ways. Each one gets 25. Each one, is the, their lien is now deducted from what, what their note is 25 is deducted. So 75, 175, 275. All right. Now the second infusion of assets is 200 and... Uh, two, uh, uh, 225, right? Because a total of 300. 225. Now, of that 225, we, again, we deal with the first 75. So we deal with that first 75 divided three ways. Okay, we send home the ksuva of 100. She goes home with 50. Now, the ksuva of 50... That suva of 50, she's already now satisfied of her lien. She's already satisfied in the first time round, if she satisfied 25. Of the second time round, which now they divided the 75 three ways, she's got 50. And 75 of her lien was already satisfied. So really there's 100, do- 100 left of her lien to be satisfied. There's 100 left of her lien. There's 100 left of her lien to be satisfied and there is... Uh, uh, how much left of the, uh, of the, uh, w- w- from the 225 minus 75, which is 150. So she gets from 100 of it left, she can walk away with 50 of it. 50 of it to the 25 and 25 that she already collected means she walks away with 100. And the balance then is left to the other one and she walks away with 150. 150. The one of two of three gets 150. Again. So let's just say it again. Again, first infusion, 75 falls in, divided three ways. Each one goes down. The first two is now 75, 175, 275. Right. That takes care of the first infusion of the lands. Now, comes and now falls again another 225 worth of assets. 225 falls of, of, of assets. The first 75 is under lien from the one of the Ksuva that was originally 100. Now her Ksuva is 75, so she has a lien of 75 on that. Okay, so we'll have to deal with her. They all equal in that lien. So you take that 75 divided three ways. The one of now, the first one's uh, wow. lien is, is, is been satisfied to the point that she can have power over it, which was her 75, goes home with 50. The second one, as right now, they both, the remaining two each have in their pockets $50, 50 zoos, right. But the second one, how much of her lien is still intact? Because since she already, she had, uh, her lien was, uh, was up to 175, was 175, because we took care of 25 of it the first time we did the dispersion. So she had, uh, a, a disbursement. So the first, the second one had a silver 175. Of that 175, 75 was just dealt with. 
divided three ways. So she still has a hundred zuz of lean left in the remaining properties. Of that hundred, she's equal with the one of three hundred. So she gets fifty out of that hundred. And she's already collected fifty, so she walks home with a hundred. The balance, the balance of it all goes to the third one, and that's why she goes home with a hundred and fifty. Okay? Uh, are you, yeah? Okay. All right. All right. So, someone says like this. Tanya, we learned in a brisa, Zu Mishnah Srebi Nosun, that the, the brisa comments that this Mishnah is all going like Reb Nosun, and that basically said that the same way as there is, we, we, we divide based on the strengths of the lean, and we also divide based on the capacity of investment. We compare it to the amount of investment. So that's all going like Reb Nosun. But Rebbe Omer I don't really see what Rav Nosson is saying. Be'elu uh, in these cases. I hold that you should always divide everybody equally. Now let me explain to you what Rebbe's position is, the way Rashi explains Rebbe's position. Rebbe's position is like this. He's saying is the fact that I only have a ksuva of 100, or you have a ksuva of 200, and you have a ksuva of 300, we have all the same dates. So there's no more power of lean based on date. They're all equal. My my ksuva of 100 puts a lien on all of your assets. You could have a million dollars worth of assets. But the bottom line is, I have a lien. Until I get my full 100, my lien is on everything. And, 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 and that's why if he does sell, I can go back. Now, therefore, it's on everything. So, I don't agree with way, the way you're dividing it up over here. Because you're saying is, okay, your lien was up to 75. You got a third of that, go home. What do you mean go home? I haven't got my whole ksuba yet. My ksuba is a ksuba of 100. I only got 50. What do you mean go home? There's no such thing as go home. mean until everybody gets the full amount of what they actually should get, they should divide equally. The only time you can actually send me home and say, okay, we don't have to deal with A anymore, when, is when I get my 100, not when I got my 50. And therefore, it's always Cholkos B'Shoveh, on every dollar amount, it's Cholkos B'Shoveh, until you maximize each one's Suva, then you can say, okay, my lien can get me extra. But otherwise, you've got to say Cholkos B'Shoveh. That's the opinion of Rebbe disagreeing with what Rav Nosen had to say. All right. V'chein Shlosha She'itilu. Simone says like this, that the same thing we wanted to compare to an investment, that the investment is proportional to the amount that is put in. So Shmuel says over here something again, which is very novel. Amar Shmuel, Shnaim Sheitilu Lekis, two people came and they invested. Zem Monav Zem Asaim. One put in a uh, hundred, and the other one put in two hundred. So basically one is got putting a double the amount of investment, let's say they buy, buy an ox. Okay? The profits are still divided 50-50, which is tremendously difficult to understand. If my amount of investment is greater than yours, why should my profit not be greater? Why should it be 50-50? So the rush explains that we're, ta- we're not talking about where that was the deal that was set up originally. We're talking about where they never said anything. Nothing was discussed. If nothing's discussed, Shmuel holds, you divide 50-50. If you wanted to ensure that your r- return on investment is 
uh, commensurate to the amount that was invested, then that has to be spoken out. But if nothing is spoken out, it goes 50-50. Now, the one's going to give a little bit of understanding into Shmuel by, uh, based on Rabba saying, because Rabba says there's a little bit of a, uh, a, a, at least something we can understand. So, I'm a Rabba. Mistavra milsa de Shmuel b'shar lecharisha. He says, you know what I understand what Shmuel's saying? Why should it be 50-50 if no agreements were made? Is let's say they invested to plow. They invested to plow. Now, and I understand why it's 50-50. Because even if you tell me, you know what, one guy owns three legs of the animal, the other guy owns one leg of the animal, the bottom line is, without that one leg... So therefore, I understand why it's 50-50, because they, each, it's a critical part of the investment, no matter what the amount that was invested. He says, then I understand that. He says, but, but if it's omid but let's say even if you tell me that initially they bought it for plowing purposes, and then they change their minds, or it got old, and they want to shecht the animal. So now that you want to shecht it, so you cannot argue that my percentage is just as critical as yours. It's not true, because we're not using it for plowing anymore. We're using it for shechting. So there's no question that the profit of the meat has to be divided commensurate, proportionate to the amount that was invested. Zen noto lefima osav, zen noto lefima osav. One second. So on this, the Mephorshim said, on the principle is no Shiloh. On the principle there is no Shiloh. Everyone has a right to cover their initial investment. You go it is not 50-50. How could I get only 50 back if I put in 75? There's no question. We're talking about on the appreciation, on the appreciation portion of it. But even on the appreciation, Seshmul, even the initial understanding was it's going to be for plowing, and plowing, uh, that even the way uh, Shmuel said it's 50-50 on the, on the profit, not on the principle, on the profit, but, there's, but, but if you change your mind, you're going to shech that on the profit value of the meat. It'll still, it, it, it still has to be 75, 25, because that argument that you need me just as much as you need yourself is not, does not fly. But for sure, he doesn't even deal with the case. For sure, if it was bought for shechita, it was bought for shechita purposes, then there's not even a shiloh that the investment is, the, 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 the return is based on the investment. There's no question. Now, Rav Amnuna Amar, Rav Amnuna disagrees with that. This again, Rav Amnuna seems to be uh, disagreeing the way we're reading it with Rabba's interpretation of the initial statement made by Shmuel. So he says, Amar afilu shor lecharisha v'omad letviha. He says, if, as long as the shor was originally purchased for plowing, even if you're changing your mind now and you're going to shecht it, it's still the profit, aschar emtza, the profit is going to be divided 50-50. Again, the profit, not the principle, the profit. The principle, as we said, no one can disagree that you have a right to be compensated towards the amount that you invested. The question is on the, 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 the profit is what... And again, they're also trying to speak out. He's only arguing in the case where it's originally for plowing and then they changed their mind they were going to use it for... Uh, sh- uh, slaughtering. But if it was initially purchased for slaughtering, then there's no question that it's commensurate to the investment is the, re- is return. That's not a Shiloh. Makes it. The has the following question. Says in the Brysa, to Tesefta, says, Shnaim Shaitilu Lakis. Two people invested. 
One gave 100, one gave 200. Haschar that the reward is divided 50-50. Now, my love, because since it never gave any clarification, so can we not assume that it's talking about not only where the animal was for plowing and, 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 and was used for plowing, but it's also referring to where the animal was initially for plowing and then ended up was uh, slaughtered for its meat. And now it's and if that's true, then it's a tayufta de rabba. Then it would be a refutation in rabba's position, because according to rabba, he said that if you now changed your mind and you're going to use it for tevicha, right? Then he said And the brayser here clearly says is that ascharla emtza. It's divided fifty-fifty. So one says like. That's not the case. It means you're making an assumption to ask the question. It's not a valid assumption. It's Bashar le Harisha, Vaomi le Harisha. That's why the ruling is Aschar le Emtza. But Enachinami, if you change your mind, you want to go now and use it for Shechita, then it would be Lefima Osop. Aval Shor le Harisha, Vaomi le Tvicha Mai, what would be the din? Zenot Lefima Osop, Zenot Lefima Osop. So one says the problem with this, and that's why we made the assumption not like this to begin with, is that Adetani Sefer, then instead of teaching, there's a second half to the Brysa. The second half of the Brysa wants to give an example of when you taka divide, not equally, but divide according to the investment. In, instead of giving this uh, much more complicated case in the Sefer, to give an example of that, you have, according to you, you could have given a much easier case, right? What did it say in the Sefer? Let's say what happened here is each one invested on their own. One went and invested an ox of a, of a hundred zoos, of two hundred zoos, which is a strong ox, and one went and invested an ox of one hundred zoos, which is a weaker ox, and then they decided to go into partnership. So they pool their oxen, they bring their oxen together, right? So then there's no question, because there they never bought the ox together, each one brought their own ox, now they're bringing the oxen together, then it's clear, without even making the stipulation, is that that return on, on investments going to go according to this is your ox of 200 you get yours my ox is doing this you get mine there's no Shiloh the question is why do you have to come up with such a case why do you have to come up with such a case where they brought separate oxen and brought them together all you had to say according to Rabba is that they just they bought it the Kharish and decided to shecht it without having to bring in two different oxen so when it's like this the Chairam why don't you make the distinction in the first case without having to come up with a new case? The first case, and just instead of saying they brought it for Harisha and used it for Harisha, the second case could be they brought it for Harisha and now they decided to shecht it. So it's a good kasha. According to you, why do you have to come up to such a strange case, just work off the first case. Simona says that the way Rabba would answer it is that is what the Brysa is doing. How do you read the Brysa? He's that exactly is what it's saying. It's saying like this. When do we say that's Then you say the If you changed your mind, that would be like buying two separate oxen. That's what it's saying. Not going to get uh, then it's Nasa. <coughs> 
And we like Mishalaka Zebishalova Zebishalo, Venis Arvu, and they join them together. That Zenoto Lefima Osab Zenoto Lefima Osab. That's exactly what it's what it what, that what it's like. But Enochanam Yan on a Kasha Yo on Rabba. So we still have a machlok in the interpretation of Shmuel, which Shmuel said as Khal Emta, according to Rabba, it means Dafka Lakharisha and it's Omid the Kharish, but you change the Shita, then it would be Lefima Osab. And according to uh Rav Hamnuno, he says unless you actually first bought it l'shchita, it's always going to be l'fima osaf. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah. It says v'chein shlosha sheitilu l'kis. It says that in, when two people invested together, pichsu ohosiru. If there is any loss or there is any profit. So then, kachen cholkin. The same way, there's an, a, a portion. They're portioned by exuva according to the strength of the shibud. So too, when they divide up the profit and loss of a joint investment, it's going to be according to the strength of the investment. And the question is, what do you mean? We just got through. Shmuel said, "Is cholkin b'shava?" We divide up equally. So no, we don't. So we don't do it according to the strength of the investment. We said as So how do you understand Shmuel's ruling in vis-a-vis the in light of what the Mishnah is saying? So my love is they're not saying pixu pixu mamish or siro siro mamish that we're talking about the profit and the loss of the of 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 what came in not on the actual uh, principle but what what came in. The one says no, that's not what it means. And I'll see, explain Rav Nachman outside. So Rav Nachman again is going to explain what 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 uh, how to learn the Mishnah according to Shmuel. We said according to Shmuel, we're not talking about the principle. The principle, everybody agrees, based on what you put in, you have a right to take out. So with, usually when you express you use talk, profit and loss, you're not talking about in terms of principle you're talking about in terms of profit. profit. So he says no, but that yeah we are talking about. It. How are you talking about? It? Like so example. We're talking, about it. we're talking about the actual principle. It means like this. It means let's say that one fellow gave 75 gold coins from, uh, from 1981. And the other one gave, uh, uh, gave 25 gold coins from 1981. And there's one of two things happen. Either those coins that he gave in to the original ISCA to start off the original business, let's say that those coins themselves in terms of their use of currency, have now much greater power, buying power. So in such a case, is that if we ever divide, if we we ever divide up, so you get back your original 75 coins, and you get back your original 25 coins, it happens to be that the actual... Coins themselves, if there's a profit in the coins, there's a profit, there's a loss in the coins. We're not talking about the return of the investment of the actual profit. That's 50-50. But of the principle that was put in, so either whether it goes up or down, how's the way of going down? Let's say the coins are, no, are now out of circulation. Where your coin that you could use to use for purchase, now it's no longer, people don't accept it anymore. The only thing they use it for is the one's going to say, like if a person has a blister on his foot, they would tie a, a coin to it in order to relieve some of the, uh, the, the, the pain of the... So therefore, if there's a profit or a loss based on your, what you gave, that's, that goes according to profit and loss. But the actual shvach, the return on investment, that is unless there was a stipulation made specifically. That's what one's going to answer. If there was a profit, forget the principle, they were back to the 50-50, you're saying? Yes, on the right. So the says that 
We're not talking about the profit. We're not talking about the, the the return on investment. We're talking about the actual principle itself. Where's the place? Amrav Nachman, Amrav Aravua. Lo siru, lo siru zuzi charity. Where's the place? Amrav Nachman, Amrav Aravua. Loi. That's not the pshat. Hosiru means zuzi charity. It means that these coins now. That you're getting back is that, let's say that these, these coins now, uh, are con- a little bit different the way I explained it, but the coins that you gave in were, uh, are, are, are considered to be now new, new coins. You're getting back new coins. I, when I originally invested, uh, they were considered like old coins. Now they're considered like new coins. Doesn't matter. That's, that you have a right. So to, to, because it's, it is the 75 coins that you originally put in. So there's that perk that now I have new coins instead of old coins. That perk is a perk that you have a you have a right to based on what you gave originally and uh, and pirsu and what's the case of where you're taking a loss on the initial investment astira de tsunisa astira de tsunisa Raji says that they became disqualified and now the only thing they could be used is uh, uh, for, for for the tsunisa for blisters or for things that they use to put on wounds. But there you have a right, that's like, that's part of the original principle, you have a right to collect back, even if there's a little bit of a perk, a little gain or a little loss, that's okay. But not, we're not referring to the actual return on investment of the business itself, that Shmuel says it's 50-50, unless you made it clear that that's, you're dividing it in a different way. Alright, gentlemen, we'll stop over here. It just seems, the whole thing about this 50-50 split on the, uh, 